Hello and welcome to Clean Your Fucking House, Bitch, with Nancy, Kevin, and Lou. In our program, we get real about the challenges of life and living. Your mind is the most powerful tool you have to ensure you are on your desired path for success and satisfaction. Yet, from the day you are born, you gradually and subconsciously fill it with tons of useless shit that gets in your way. Why is that? How can you clean that mess up? We'll show you how. Get ready to clean your fucking house. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Happy New Year to all. Uh, We're all hoping here that this year turns out to be our best year yet. And, you know, our whole purpose for having this podcast is to assist as many people as possible in making that an actual reality. Uh, putting the power back in our hands and focusing on what we can control in order to create the present moment that we want, as well as the future that we want to eventually move into. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about something that is probably really surprising considering it's the new year, but we're going to discuss goals today. Um, You know, a new year is kind of a new, a clean slate with which to work off of. And compared to any other time, of the year, this is the time of year where the majority or more people than normal are thinking about goals and are starting to try to become goal oriented. And it's not easy. And I, you guys know what the percentages of the statistics are with people that do have goals. Um, I know that you, if, if you have goals in mind, you're three, 8% of people have, Oh, 8% right. Uh, have goals. 1% literally write them down and create an action plan to achieve them. So the ones that the one percenters, the ones that, um, when you write those down, you're 70 times more likely to achieve than if you just have goals in your head. So that's an interesting statistic, but also there's another statistic of the people that do set new year's resolutions, only five to 8% of them achieve that new year's resolution. Yes. And so, I think it also depends on the type of resolution, because certainly if someone says, well, of course, I want to lose 300 pounds, they're certainly going to probably drop out of that race much sooner than someone says, I want to lose one. pound." But you can still do it. If anyone out there is trying to lose 300, you got this. But we wanted True. to discuss something practical in this episode to introduce the new year. Uh, a lot of us are very motivated to be this new us that we are, um, hoping that we stay consistent with it. Um there are some things that we can do to kind of, you know, give us the power to work towards what we want and stay, stay, stay more consistent and less likely to give up. And so what we're going to discuss today is the power of action goals. And I think when most people think about the word goal, what they envision in their mind is a result of some sort. So Lou mentioned losing weight, losing 300 pounds, that would be a result. Now, the steps that need to be taken to achieve that result are, are numerous, right? There's a lot of different things that need to be done to change uh, that lifestyle. But one of the powers that comes from creating action goals is, I mean, they're, they're plenty. So what do you guys want to start with? I mean, with action goals, want to start with the uh, factor of motivation, because I think that's a huge one. Actually, I'd like to say something just real quick before we go into details only because I think this is important for our audience to hear. We talked up front the fact that new year, 
clean slate, new year, new year. Folks, I'm sure hear that everywhere all the time. Keep in mind, folks, every day should be a new, almost like a new year, meaning it's never too late to start something, never too early to start something. It's almost like something else that we always talk about. Forget the past. What you've tried last year's resolutions, the year before the year, but whatever it is, don't have that mindset that I'm going to try something differently or approach the same thing because that that really defeats the purpose. We're, what we're going to talk about is almost like take all of that other stuff out of your mind and, 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 and literally like what you said, clean slate, start now. But should anything happen over the ensuing days and soon, don't give up, you know, maybe try something a little different, what we're going to talk about today. But literally, again, January 1st, every year should not be the only time you take action, have goals, et cetera. So we definitely yeah. want to make that clear. Yeah. Not only that, it doesn't like if you get off track today, this is Thursday. You don't have to wait till Monday to get back on track. Or, you know, if you got off track in January, you don't have to wait till February, like tomorrow. Tomorrow is good. Now is good. And there's nothing well, like the present moment. And how many times do we hear that? I'll start Monday. I'll start February 1st. Well, we tomorrow. talked about that a couple episodes. You can never start a diet on a weekend. You know what I mean? You got to always start <laughs> on a point. Monday. But um, <laughs> I think what you guys are speaking to and what I take uh, out of that that resonates with me is having grace with yourself. Um you know, True. lose right. We don't have to start things at, at a specific moment. We can decide, and it is a decision, but we can decide to take action to create change in our lives at any time. And if you listen to our other episodes, uh, and if you don't, you should, but if you listen to our other episodes, you know, we talk a lot about habits and habits are hard to break. And a lot of what we talk about is how to, you know, kind of manage that and, and change our uh, physiology and our, and our, neural um, setup in our brains to help us. So what I wanted to get on is um, the power of, of result goals. And with goals, typically we boil down how to achieve something with the word motivation, right? If we're not motivated, it's going to be hard to work towards it. When we give excuses or we blame things for not taking action to work towards what we want, motivation, I'm not motivated, I'm not motivated. So um, it kind of goes hand in hand. So in my opinion, the biggest motivator for anyone is accomplishment. Yeah. When well, I ac- so here's what I think of motivation. Like, do you need motivation? I'm calling it bullshit. Helps. No. It helps. But to start, I don't, do you both, either or both of you think you need motivation? Oh, you don't need to it. To get started. I you believe you need belief. In other words, yeah. you have to be in a mindset right now that I believe I will do this goal. Not, eh, you can't be willy nilly about it or else you definitely won't succeed. And you have to be committed. And I yes. think those two things, along with possibly a couple of other mindset related things, will boost any kind of motivation or maybe even create it. Yeah, well, I think it thing. comes with momentum. Motivation it, it definitely does. does build, right? The more that you work towards something, the more momentum you build the more motivated you become to do it because it's an accomplishment. But what I wanted to point out was like, yes, so you don't need motivation. It does help, I think, to help you kind of take action. But the whole, the whole thing is like, I I just personally remember there's so many times I wanted to do something and I'm just like, I'm not motivated. And I think about doing it tomorrow and I'm way more motivated to do it tomorrow than I am today. And then tomorrow turns in today. And I'm again, I'm not motivated. Right. I just realized that when I force myself to take action on the things that I knew I needed to, I would feel so good about myself. Like even like cold calling for my business, not a big fan. 
don't enjoy it at all. But when I do it afterwards, I'm like, I feel good. Like, and then I'm more motivated to actually uh, go through with it. So the more that we take action on things, the more that we do build motivation. And, and the whole thing that Lou and Nancy were just saying is like, you don't need it to accomplish something. And there, there's a quote, forget who said it, and I'm probably not saying it uh, very precisely, but um, the difference between successful people and unsuccessful people is that even when successful people don't feel like doing something they know they should, they, they do it anyways, right? Mm-hmm. They take action. And it's not always easy, but you know, one certainty is that if you do go through with doing what you know you need to do, you will feel better afterwards. Like even and starting to of- work out, I remember getting up at 5 a.m. when I was like, I was, I was heavy and I was uh, insecure and I didn't want people to see me and I felt just like gross or whatever. So I didn't want to go to the gym at a peak time. So I ended up saying, you know what, I'm just going to get up at 5 a.m. or get to the gym at 5, 5 a.m. every morning. And when you start waking up that early and you're not used to it and you start working out and you're not used to that, like it, it feels so shitty. It does. It doesn't feel great. But I always told myself and I, I consciously paid attention to this every single day. After I worked out, you know, it's 6, 6.30, I got my workout in. I'm, I'm about to get in my car and drive back and get ready for work. I never once regretted getting up early and going to the gym. I always felt better afterwards. And that was something that I utilized. So I, I did feel great about myself going. I used that as motivation. But then I reminded myself when I would wake up at 4.45, getting ready to go, that in an hour or an hour and a half from now, regardless how tired I am, I'm going to feel fucking awesome. And that motivated me to continue to go and really was a spark to changing a lot of my lifestyle that I, that I had at the, at the time. I think the words are important too. When you use words like I am not motivated, you're already putting your mind in a place where you will not do something. Yeah. As you're working against yourself. Yep. Yeah. You know, the 5am thing, I'm also, I also moved in that direction. I don't know how quickly you got there, but I know with a lot of folks too, that's also something. And quite frankly, I think with everyone, because just the way our mind works, you have to break unhealthy habits or undesired habits and create more desired ones. You got to do a little at a time. Maybe one morning at 5 a.m., you just put your workout clothes on a bench. And the next day you take a couple steps toward the door. I mean, literally, that seems so simple, but that's one way to kind of get yourself going in that direction. Yep. I agree. There was actually a time where one of my goals, and it was an action goal. So this is what we're going to be talking about and focusing on today. But one of my goals was just to get there. And it didn't matter if I walked on the treadmill for 15 minutes. It, I honestly, I actually sometimes would pull into the parking lot and then end up leaving. But at that point, it was just getting up and getting there. And so it was still somewhat of an accomplishment. It only happened a few times too, but my whole, and my it's whole okay. goal, it wasn't, it wasn't, I got to lose this amount of weight. I want to start lifting, you know, squatting this, this amount. I wasn't there yet to have those types of goals. I needed, needed a change in my lifestyle. And so it was literally just getting there. That's all my goal was at that time. Just getting there well, as often th- as possible. Thinking of words, by the way, real quickly, sorry, Nancy. I, I, I just wanted to add one thing to that real quick is, Forget the words, I want to lose weight, change that to, I will be fit and healthy. Because again, sometimes when folks look at it from the perspective of losing excess weight, that almost seems like a negative thing when we look at our, 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 our body image and who we are. Sure, yeah. we can be healthier, but Frank, 
forget negative framing, turn it into positive framing. And I think that also moves our minds in that direction. Yeah, I, I all of that I'm on board with it. I think, though, you know, we're talking about outcome goals, the the result versus the action. I'm you can't get to the result if you don't take action. So it's absolutely right that you have to have the action goals. But I don't think you can knowing that you want to lose weight. I think you need that outcome goal set. You need to know what results you want, but you need to know that you don't start out on the first day. I'm going to lose 50 pounds and think you're going to get any results close to that. So it's good to write that thing down, put it out there, have it, know it, but then come back to the plan that fits you know, underneath. You know what else I think happens to Nancy with that? Um, and like, I, I think not ha- even not having it in the beginning, being specific, like I want to lose weight or be more healthy, right? That can be an outcome goal. But then you adapt. And the more that you take action, the more that you change and develop yourself into someone who now is more goal oriented. So you get to a point after taking some action or me personally, at least where it's like, now I've been doing this. It's ingrained in my lifestyle. It's a habit. I can't live without it. Now it's like, how far do I want to take it? You know, do I want to like do fitness competitions eventually or whatever? Like, so now I'm going to, I feel like I'm in a point of more clarity being a person who has been goal oriented, working towards something. And now I can develop that end result goal. Um, but I agree with you. I think it is always help, helpful to have a vision of what you really truly want, who you want to be and start working towards it. But the whole thing I think that gets tricky is, is we want immediate gratification. We want instant results. You know, it's kind of programmed into us uh, in society to um, get those things where it's, you know, the, yeah. The things you have to put work in towards that are sustainable, that change who you are, they take time, you know, mm-hmm. but it doesn't need to be. It takes a whole year. You know, you, you don't have to well, wait until you, you get that okay end result. That yeah. You don't have to get the end result to be a new person. You are a new person once you change those habits. You know what I yeah. mean? Sure. Here's a live example of that from someone I'm working with now. And she does have a goal to lose 50 pounds, but you know, she's connected to the fact that you can't just do that. So what she wants to do first and for two weeks has just been logging foods, not looking at calories, not looking at proteins, carbs, you know, and, and fat content, just logging the foods. Yep. And once, and, and I, we had this aha moment that sometimes people start out food logging and they're in the beginning of logging, they are logging the breakdown of protein, carbs, and fats, right? So they're evaluating themselves all the way through from the start. Instead, she has just spent two weeks. We're going to have three before we ever even look at it um, and see what it, we feel it indicates. But just logging, just no, logging. Not and then, changing anything, right? Just doing things thing. normal, but now becoming more cognizant of what's yeah. really going on. Yep. Yeah. I love and it. not even qualifying it, just doing it. Just not, not, yeah, not even qualifying it. That's awesome. This is why, in my opinion, Having a goal that has a specific number attached to it, I will lose 50 pounds. I don't believe my opinion, but I don't believe that works. Because well, you and I know in the well, end, though, sorry, but all those well, people, once they get there, they say, I don't care about the 50 pounds. I'm healthier. I have more energy. I well, and that's where better. I'm going. The oh, goal shouldn't be the Damn number. It, Nancy. The goal should be, I am now in a routine where I'm getting up at 5 a.m. four days a week, going to the gym, putting in 30 minutes, whatever whatever it may be. And if that only results in a 30-pound loss and I feel great and I think I look and I feel I feel great, I feel I look great, everything about me is I'm happier than where I was when I started, 
who gives a shit that it's only 30, not 50. And I'm sure you, yeah. you may continue it's to lose to more, person. but everyone's body is different. It's up to and that plus person. with blogging food, we all know what the did. hell. Plus, we all know what foods we should eat and what we shouldn't. I'm, you know, my God, that's been in existence for decades. We know you got to move. We know you got to eat fruits and vegetables. What more about fucking food logging does one need to do? Sorry. No. Damn. No well, insult right. here. Tell us how you really feel. Hey, I do it for myself. When I get off track and I know that I'm allowing myself too many of the extras along the way, if I come back for a week and just kind of write it down, then it reinforces to me. Oh, Jesus. You know. <laughs> but see, that also puts you in a position of, oh, my goodness, I only had two grams of protein, not three. I got to make up that one. Or I had five and not, and I was only supposed to have three. I just think it puts everyone in a mindset where they start freaking out about that, their that gram At some of point. Yeah. I'm a, like, oh, my it's goodness. It's not a sustainable you know? lifestyle. It's not intended. Get well, that it's, last chicken nugget. Yeah. It's got to be challenging to always, you know, to to keep yeah. that up administratively. It's just a temporary. Should, the thing is, though, it should be something that you enjoy, regardless of what your end result is desire is. Right? It, you need to find ways to achieve things, in my opinion, that you enjoy doing. Right? So even getting in shape, like we know, Lou loves a treadmill. That's where he comes up with all of his awesome ideas and all his dad jokes. Mm-hmm. You know, Nancy, she likes to go on hikes and uh, hike half dome and all this stuff. And for me, I've, I change my stuff up, but I enjoy running once in a while. I enjoy walking through nature. And so you, it, one thing is like, people try to force themselves to do something that they might not like. You might not like weightlifting. You might like yoga. You know, so it's like try to change things up and all those things are going to get you to being a healthier person and getting you to where you want to be. Now, if you want to become a bodybuilder, you might not be able to get there by doing yoga. You know, you're probably going to have to do some resistance training. So you develop that. But the whole thing is like finding something that works for you because that's going to be more sustainable. Like even with diets, like we try all these fad diets and this quick shit when it's like. If you implement something that's a little bit easier that you can enjoy and give yourself some grace with it in a year from now, you're going to get a lot further than if you try five different fad diets for two months each and then fail on all of them. Yep. Or you you knock it out the park with a um, intermittent fasting, but then you totally give yourself a time off and recover all that you lost. Even the weekends, you know, we were talking earlier about how, um, whatever the weekend can be like a relief time if we're good during the week. It's not true. You can lose a whole week's work on a Saturday and it's just not worth it. You want to do something that's sustainable that you enjoy. So that, like you just said, because you can't, you can't just all of a sudden say, I don't need to do that consistently because you'll lose momentum. Well, that's, that's a key part of the whole habit building framework is have your days be consistent in that way. In other words, even if your workout plan is, five days a week or four days a week, still get up at that 5am on those other days and perhaps do something either very lightly. It could just be walking or could be doing reading. In other words, when you start shifting things around, then you start to fall into, uh, you start to lose it. We just don't get that stuff done. You know, the thing about the diets too, that I think is funny is a lot of the diet programs that I see advertised talk about, you can still eat pizza. You can still have burgers. You can still eat all this stuff. Like that might be true, but that might mean for their program, you can only have one slice of pizza all day and that's it. Nothing else because you just blew through your entire quota of crap. So or it doesn't taste good because it's whatever. And it well, has no flavor and no might, ingredients. Yeah. And, yeah. But even yeah. like we're saying, like the bodybuilder thing, 
you know, is it truly bodybuilding that you want to do, which very well could be the case with some people, or is it you just want to, again, look different than what you are now? Because I, as I'm sure you both would agree, when we get that pressure from society where women have to look a certain way and even men have to look a certain way, that's all, that's BS. You don't well, have I to mean, have, and it changes you know, constantly pack. too. Yeah. Like yeah, what's it tra- like six packs didn't used to be attractive. It used to be having some fat because it meant that you were well off. And years ago, women right? having a voluptuous like it, oh, shape right. was also changes. Well, yeah. it still is, so, but now the bigger, rounder uh, backside uh, is far more accepted. The bigger, the <laughs> better. Brazilian butt lift. Yeah. Do you guys feel yeah. like we need to um, specify a little bit more on, like, we kind of just started talking about action goals versus result goals. Do you feel like we need to oh, sure. go into detail about what those are a little bit? Just Yeah, let's do it. Well, I think it's great so, to have an example of how we can take a something of a, and I think it's important that we've talked about result goals, maybe some other ways to frame them in a way that makes them easier to achieve. Okay. Now we did that. In other words, I'm not going to lose 50 pounds. I'm going to be fitter and healthier. Fine. Now, how do we go from that result goal to an action goal? Well, wait a minute. I, I want to take a step back. I still personally feel it's okay to have that, that outside goal. If you want to lose 50 pounds to say, I want to lose 50 pounds. The action. Can we agree gonna... on, on both? working in combination with each other. Sure. Sure. And, and, (laughs) and I think what Lou is saying is true too, but it was almost like you shouldn't want to lose the weight. You should decide what actions are going to support it. And I think to your point, Kevin, both are important. And if you want to lose 50 pounds and that's your fucking North star goal, I want to do it, but know that you can't start out today looking at results of towards that 50 and what's going to get you there. You have to know what's going to get you. there. Well, And it could be the fact that you may only need to lose 30. Or you yeah. may need to lose 80. In other words, don't you, focus on the number. Focus on the fact that your doctor may have said you need to lose weight. So I think it's about what you desire. And if you desire 50, put 50 down because that's your inner, that's your thing. That's what you're connected to. That's what I want. And you may not need that. And you may not lose that in the end, but you should follow your desire, your inner, your inner voice. I agree I somewhat, like but I would like to add that's get, actually been the culture for so many decades. And that's why people have failed. But I'll stop there. Are you guys done yet? I won't go any further. Shit. No, we're, par- we're, we're apparently thing. we're not aligned. <laughs> so with um, no, that's, that's fine. Okay. But here, here's my experience, and you guys can comment on it. So specifically with weight loss, I found it very challenging. Like I did have a goal, I had a specific number, and the problem that I ran into for me was that I was putting in work and going in and not seeing any results. I mean, literally I lifted for months and I was just like, I'm not even close. Like I actually gained weight the first month, I think, or something like putting on muscle or whatever. So it was like, what the hell? And that's what, that's why I changed it more to an action goal. And I still had that number in mind and I had a result in mind, but instead of like, cause what happens is we go and even like in business, you want to build a business and you have this one year goal and this five-year plan and you take these little steps every day and there's no accomplishment you feel like because you're not getting, you're not even close to where you want to be. So there's two things here. Number one is creating an action plan, which I'd like to talk in depth about um, because <laughs> this is a way, remember every little amount of accomplishment that you can give yourself is going to increase motivation. When we continuously do something, we're trying to change habits. Sometimes they become habits without the result. 
but so many of us are result oriented. And, and again, it's just how I believe this society is. We're very result oriented. So when we're not seeing anything near the result that we want, it demotivates us. And that's why we typically give up and procrastinate, right? Why go through something that's uncomfortable if I'm not getting the results that I want? You know, and that's another thing is we try to stay in our comfort zone. We can talk about that later. But if you create an action plan, and this is a combination of Lou and Nancy's uh, bickering back and forth, we have the big <laughs> goal, right? We can have as big of a goal as we want, no matter what it is. But you want to break that down into smaller macro goals and then even tinier micro goals. Because to accomplish, let, we could stay on the whole weight loss thing. I'm sure there's more people out there that have that resolution than any other resolution. Uh, is weight loss because it's a uh, it's a uh, something that we should definitely work on as a society <clears throat> to get to that goal. You're talking about working out, finding a workout that works out for you, finding an uh, eating uh, eating schedule that works out for you, finding a way to keep um, your mind focused on it. You have to think about social events, going out to eat, going out to bars if that's what you frequent with friends. Like, there's so many things that are involved. Uh, a gym membership, like just there's so much. So if you just have that one goal, you're kind of like still, even though you have a goal, which is good and say you write it down, that's good too, but you're still like kind of floating around going through the motions with stuff. If you don't specify the things you have to do. And then secondly, once you have an action plan, now, you know, the things you need to do, if you don't do them, you are not working any closer to your goal. And if you do them, you're getting, you're inching closer. So then every time you inch closer and you're cognizant of it and you give yourself some appreciation and gratitude for going through with it, you feel better. And every time that you don't, you're like, okay, shit, I didn't do it. And remember the difference between success and and not having success is action, taking it or not. So when you break it down, you know exactly what you have to do. And the thing is like, when you're trying to change the way you eat or you're trying to change your lifestyle, it is a certainty that in the beginning, you will not feel like doing the things that you need to do because they are not a habit yet. They're not ingrained in you. And there's and you're going to want to cycle back to the old you of sitting around eating pizza and watching TV, if that's what you used to do, because we always tend to just gravitate back to what we're used to. That's our habit. So at least we know what we have to do and be cognizant of I'm not going to fall back and watch TV and eat pizza. And if I do, Maybe I go to the gym first and then I reward myself after. And you kind of balance it out that way. Mm -hmm. So action plan and then holding yourself accountable for taking the actions that you know that you need. I, and, and maybe to make that transition from unhealthy food to healthier food easy. One of the things that Nancy and I share with our clients is the baby step approach. Maybe instead of those fries with that burger, put in some grapes or something, you know, have something a little healthier and move it in that direction a little at a time. Yeah. And, and, the, and I think Nancy, we also talked about this substituting water. You know, sorry. if you have that. Did I just hear you say, put grapes on pizza? No, 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 no. no. I was, well, <laughs> you know, actually that well, could be really good. Chicken and hell, grapes. if some people Nancy put pineapple on a pizza, <laughs> if some people can actually, put pineapple on a pizza, why not grapes? Bomb. Yeah. Eh, grapes true, and chicken and pesto. Actually, I'm all, all right. That's enough. We're it. making people hungry that are trying to lose weight for the new year. <laughs> Those <laughs> are good. So the whole idea is, you Those know, if you're going to eat five burgers a day, maybe have four burgers and a piece of un, uh, of de-skinned chicken. 
you know what you I'm know saying? What? It's like, yeah. I did want to yeah. mention this because I did make it sound really hard to like accomplish it. Just to kind of ramp that together before we go into details. Like once you do something for a certain amount of time, like eating healthy, you're not always going to be craving pizza forever. You're going to start wanting to eat healthy. You're going to change your gut biome and your taste buds are going to be different. You're going to want to eat healthier foods. So you just have to kind of power through until those habits change. Mm-hmm. They make exactly. mouse. Yeah. I mean, it, it's literally something that I'd like to share with our audience is something called the aggregation of marginal gains. Kevin touched upon this. It's the fact that whether you're working out, changing your diet, you have a result goal, you want to move toward it. Of course, we talked about taking action, how to create an action plan. Know that the second day, you're not going to look any different. The third day, you're not going to look any different from that second day. The fourth day, not from the third. One month later, you're definitely going to see a little something, something going on. And then two months later, three months Compared later, as measured day, from day though, one. Exactly. That as measured from, from day, day one. Because if you and there look was a at great day 29 story. versus day 30, again, you look the same. Right. From day 29. And, it, and, right. and, that, and there's a story about a British cyclist coach uh, that had that very challenge when he was helping the team to move toward peak performance and their achievement of a gold medal at the Olympics. But it's a great story. And uh, again, I encourage folks to check that out. Aggregation of marginal gains. Who was the cyclist? Well, it's, it's a coach. He, he was coaching oh. the entire British cycling team who I, I guess had never oh, won cool. a gold medal in who knows how many. Did Do you remember win? his name, Nancy? Nancy, you're muted. I thought I unmuted. Yeah, I don't remember his name. Okay. I mean, I can look that up and <laughs> we can put it in the description of this. But yeah. I mean, so this whole time, I mean, I think that's a good point to make too, Lou. Like when you look at successful people, right? We we tend to compare. And the only people we should compare ourselves to are the people that we were yesterday visually. We shouldn't compare to other people, but we tend to look at successful people like, oh, it must be nice, right? But we don't well, we ever don't see that they go through the same shit that we go through. And the whole the whole purpose of us having this podcast is to help people get to a point where they're more fulfilled with their lives and they're more in line with who they really want to be. And it's going to take ups and downs and you're going to fail a million times. Failure is a great communicator. You know, you, you learn more from failure than you do from success the majority of the time, I think. And just understanding some of these, these are very fundamental dynamics, but as we grow with them, you know, we, we can increase them and that's where you get to be an elite level anything. You know, it's, it's going through and setting goals and continuously taking action. Um, One of my things right now is golf and I suck Mm. at it, but I'm trying to get better. Um, But I enjoy it. And that's why I keep moving forward and pushing with it because I enjoy doing it. You know, so I think it's a lot about spending more time on things that we are passionate about. And Lou mentioned societal norms. You know, I don't think it's a good idea to do anything for anyone else. You know, don't do something because society says that that you should or because you want acceptance from other people every decision that you make should be in the interest of doing things that resonate with you deeply and that's the secret to creating a life of passion in my opinion you know we do think you know when we're when we're growing up we want to impress our parents our teachers our coaches and um it's never about anyone else and it shouldn't be because this is our life you know what i mean this is your life individually do do what serves you. Yes. Good for you. So I want to add to, um, 
to wrap, but I want to add connected to one, what we're here about, we like to talk about these things because we hope that we find one thing that inspires you, whoever's listening to, to take a new or different action that helps you grow in some way that you want to. But what I want to share is something else that will be familiar to both Lou and Kevin that we've heard and shared before. If you have an idea, you have 10% likeliness of achieving whatever that thing is. If you tell someone about it, it takes it from 10 to 20%. If you actually write it down, that 20% turns into 40% possibility of achieving it. Then by making a plan, as we've been talking about, creating the action plan connected to it, it takes it from 40 to 80%. The thing that takes it to 95 or more percent accomplishment or reaching your goal is, is also what we're doing here today. And that's we provide support and work with individuals and or groups. And if you have an accountability partner, it takes that 80% up to 95%. And so really, you know, we want to provide people the resources to take action on their own, but also know that there's value in getting and connecting to someone who inspires and supports you and can help you achieve even greater Results, With that being example. said, we uh, we can be anyone's support. They want to find us on Facebook and put a comment in or something. If you have any questions, let us know. We're responsive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, we're just trying to help people. And for us to help people, please share and get on our Facebook, comment, put some likes, and leave leave reviews on whatever platform you use to listen to this podcast. Yeah, if you don't like us, let us know that too. We're happy to respond to all feedback. <laughs> no, seriously. Just be gentle. I know. Be kind. Yeah. <laughs> um, be nice. I know we swear a lot, but we'd prefer you not to as much, maybe in your comments in a more well, not, you surprised at, me. Maybe not in a bad way. <laughs> um, but you know what? The thing, what Nancy shared is also rooted in science, folks. It isn't just a made up thing. There's actually have been case studies that showed when you have an accountability partner, group, some kind of level of support, your chances of achieving something increases dramatically, which is why both Nancy and I our programs, um, we have a lot where we do group sessions because when you're in a group with other people, you certainly, you know, if you, <laughs> you want to feel like you can keep up with the, with the others that are in the group. I mean, that's a great way. Um, and, and you know, and I, and I mentioned science and I'd also like to touch upon that real quick because I know there's a lot of debate right now in the world about science and is it good or bad and all of that stuff. The thing, all I want to say is science is always changing. We learn what works, what doesn't work. The whole field of study, the knowledge just keeps changing. The only reason I bring that up is if you've been doing something a certain way, whether it's a diet, a boot camp, anything that you've been doing, and you haven't received results in the past one, two, three, five, 10 years, you should really question then the approach and, and think, well, maybe there's some other way to do this. You know, Let me explore a little bit more why this isn't working for me. Because as Kevin pointed out, what we hear from society, what society always puts out there, oh, this diet is 100%, we'll, we'll guarantee this, or this program will guarantee that, doesn't mean it's going to work for everyone. Everyone is different. So it's important to, to try something a little different if what you're doing doesn't work. And also to keep in mind some of the things we talked about that, well, maybe the pieces that are missing is that you have a result goal and not an action goal. Break that sucker down into daily steps, not just monthly steps or weekly steps, but literally every day I'm going to do something at this time. And also to be kinder on yourself. Kevin mentioned that as well. If you miss a day, don't go crazy. Doesn't mean you got to quit. Uh, yep. and start and, off with um, that belief. I guess to wrap up, since we're all saying the things that we uh, feel are important, 
uh, the one thing that's helped me most with any of my accomplishments has been to develop the relationship that I have with myself and understanding who I really am and what I really want. And the more that you do the things that you that resonate with you deeply, the more that you become who you really want to be, um, the more confidence you have, the more motivation that you have, and the more that you understand your pros and cons, your strengths, your weaknesses. And once you get to that place of authenticity, of being who you truly want it to be, who you really are, and doing the things that you really are, and helping people the way that you want to help them, life really changes. And there's a lot of magic in the world. I know it doesn't seem like that all the time. And there's, there's bad times here and there. Um, but there's a lot of beauty on this planet. Uh, and there's a lot of beauty in life that we can really identify and, you know, see if we, if we do look for it and pay attention to it, it's easy to get caught up in negative cycles. Um, but you have the power to put more positivity into your life and make your life more positive than negative. You know, you might not be able to completely reject or escape everything bad, but you definitely have the power to choose how you respond to every single thing in in this world. So um, thanks everybody for listening. And hopefully this was uh, insightful for anyone on here. And again, check us out on Facebook. Uh, Please leave a review for us on the platform you listen and uh, have an awesome uh, 2022. Bye for now.